Phones, pick up your nutsack, your vagina lips, do what you gotta do, drink a little strike force, get amped, get hyped, get ready for another episode of Whiskey and Wine. 69. All the time. I'm Johnny. And I'm Lizzie. And tonight we are gonna rock your tits. Oh, for God's sake. I well, don't like that word. That's a terrible word. Tits? I mean, I like that word, but I don't. You know what I mean? I don't know what you mean. Like, I, I love that word, and I love it being said around me, but I have so much trouble saying it myself. Interesting. Could you say it more? Tits? Yeah. I like to say things are the tits. No, I mean more like when we're in the bedroom together. Oh. Let me eating sla- Cheez-Its. Let me, let me slap your tits with my Cheez-Its. Yes! Yeah, baby. In Anyways, we're going to... Dive right into it, shall we? Go with the flow. You know what I was thinking about doing? What? I was thinking about cutting off my beard and just leaving the mustache. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. You're already relatively racist. I don't want you to what? like actually... E- e- that would be really civil war of you. What? <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Are you saying mustaches are inherently racist? No, I'm just saying that you would look inherently racist. Why would I look inherently racist? Because I'm white? (laughs) That's racist. It is. It is indeed. And I'm not denying it. But it's not me. Are you saying you're not in favor of it? Hmm. Well... I thought you'd have a different reaction, babe. Uh, I accept you for no matter what. And it doesn't really matter because I can't see you when you go down on me anyways. So just kidding. I think that it's really important that we address the ongoing war. In the Middle East. I mean, I wonder what sex traffickers are doing right now during COVID. Yeah, you think they're quarantining? Yeah, right? Uh, probably not, though. I did read an article that said the drug trafficking business is hitting or is suffering a major hit. So I would assume that human trafficking is probably down a little bit, too, you know? Wait a minute. Why would drug trafficking be taking a hit? If anything, I feel like this is their time to flourish. Yeah, I thought that, too, but I'm... I did, okay, I said I read an article, which is a lie. I read a news article title that said that. <laughs> and I literally didn't. Exposed. I didn't click on it whatsoever. And I was like, I don't care because I'm my... going to get my drugs one way or another. <laughs> does not affect me. Yeah, it does not affect me. White privilege, baby. That's why I'm shaving this mustache off because I'm white and I can get drugs whenever I want. Thank you for finally acknowledging your privilege, babe. Anyways, <laughs> moving on. 
All right. So I have to tell you something. What? You know that fertility app that I accidentally downloaded and paid $50 for? Yeah. Big oops. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, shortly after, started tracking my ovulation and fertility every single day and logging my cervical mucus. Uh-huh. And remember how we made sweet, sweet love last night? Yeah, I do remember that. Well, it just I just feel like the need to be really upfront and transparent with you just in case. Just in case what? Just in case I get accused of not being just that in any time at any time in the future. Okay. So you you may have definitely did bust a huge fucking load right into me. With so much depth and precision (laughs) and force on the peak of my fertility this month. Nice. The peak point of my fertility this month. Yeah, you did that on purpose. You gave me a massage and everything, didn't you? (laughs) I used essential oils. No, that's the thing. We're not even trying to conceive. It's like I'm subconsciously trying to get pregnant. I don't understand what's happening. Is this what happens when you start inching towards 30? It's like I never made a decision to get pregnant, but here I am logging my fucking making all the making all the decisions and choices to get pregnant except for the 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 mindful choice of doing it. Exactly. The one that where you consider the future. Mhm. <laughs> doing all the things necessary but thinking about it <laughs> <laughs> which is the story of my life mm-hmm. also we're t- drinking significantly less we're taking more vitamins we're doing way more yoga what the fuck it's like we're actually trying here yeah i'm gonna light up a cigarette right here well i guess it didn't, wouldn't really affect you getting pregnant if, well i guess it could secondhand you know secondhand kills that's what they say Marlboro man doesn't know anything about that. Are you implying that smoking a cigarette will prevent me from being pregnant right now? Or are you just like, wow, the thought of this is stressing me out. I don't give a fuck about smoking indoors. Like, let's take it back to the 20s. Yes. To both. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I feel like you knew, but it was never discussed. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah, I was there, so I was aware it happened. <laughs> is it inappropriate is, to say that you busted a wide load into my a uterine? S- a semi-truck backed up into you? Yeah, you crashed into me with your sem- semi-truck 18-wheeler of love. Better call Jim Adler. <laughs> the Texas Hammer. Yeah. That's a Houston joke. Because you slammed it right on me. No, I think it's perfectly appropriate. I don't know why anyone would be like, wow, that is super inappropriate. Why would you say that on a podcast? I don't I don't know. I know. Podcasts are beautiful that way. Yeah. And if someone did say that to me, I'd be like, well, I guess we can't be friends. So, sorry. Yeah. Thank God for filtering, filtering yourself out, dickwad. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I 
Speaking yeah. of wads. Thanks for making yourself fucking known so I can block you, you idiot. Uh, what? Speaking of wads? What were you going with that one? Should have I know? Uh, you interrupted me. But like, be real. What's, what is your take on the whole situation? What is your theory here? A theory on what? <laughs> Everything I just presented to you, dude. I'm supposed to have a theory about it? What do you mean? Just some type of feedback. Oh, you know, it is what it is. What is what it is? All the jizz? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The jizz is what it jizz is. Jizz, jizz is what it is. Jizz is what it is, dude. Yeah. Um. Uh, There's a t-shirt idea. Yeah, jizz is what it is. Jit <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is or jit is. Jizz is what it is. It, it jizz what it jizz. And that's how the cookie crumbles. That's how the jizzy jizzams. How the jizzams. The jizzams jizzams. Okay, moving on. <laughs> what were you saying? Um, Be more specific, please. I'd like to buy a vowel. Okay, at the risk of sounding cliche, how does that make you feel? Um, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't know, babe. Like, uh, you know, have you ever? Okay, so you ever have those dreams where, like, you're falling, and then right before you splat on the pavement you wake up and you're like holy shit mm-hmm. uh i mean i've heard of it uh yeah nothing like that um you know <laughs> it's essentially i ha- i look forward to being a daddy i mean kind of am already but to my children yeah i i look forward to it so like if it happened i wouldn't be like ah shit the world is ending as I know it. And like, let's do this thing. And if it doesn't happen, it's like, well, we're young. Yeah. Relatively. It'll happen when it happens. And like we always talk about it. It's good that we build a foundation and enjoy each other for this stage that we are in in our relationship and enjoy each other in that free time. Because once you do have a baby, it does change things. Yeah, for sure. I mean, maybe for you. Not for me, though. Oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, not like in a bad way. Like you just, it doesn't mean that we can't still strive for intimacy and communication and level the fuck up. It just, you know, it's an adjustment period for sure. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I'm, I, I was just saying, like, I'm not actively trying to do that move us in that direction however you say that but just like me every action and everything that you do would indicate otherwise yeah that's just a coincidence yeah like you have yet to pull out you pulled out on our first date and lined it up if you will but ever since then ever we ever since we said the l word it's been like Ball. Well, time to start busting loads inside you. <laughs> it's no. What is what is the phrase? What is the phrase that I'm thinking of? Is it bombs away? 
<laughs> I was thinking it was like balls away. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I mean. the balls like deplete <laughs> <laughs> shortly after. Yes, they do. <laughs> oh boy. Well, that was a great first 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah, thank God. Now for our sponsors. <laughs> but singular, though, because we now only spo- have the one. <laughs> now for our only sponsor. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> yeah, Strike Force Energy. I know personally it's been removing my tendencies to live every second of my life with the utmost most potent anxiety and insomnia and also depression i've noticed that difference within the last week of taking it almost every day you're saying it it strike force like helps you deal with those things i'm not claiming anything because all of this is theoretical well okay so yeah it's I guess from a safe legal standpoint, yeah, it's safe to be like, yeah, I'm not claiming Strike Force does these things for you, and I'm we're, we're not, but all Strike Force is is essentially essential, like a bunch of fucking essential vitamin vitamins and a little bit of caffeine. Um, so like taking a multi, it would be like the same as taking a like a a multivitamin almost and drinking a cup of coffee at the same time. Like that's essentially what it's you're getting out of it, um, but it's such it's in such a concentrated form, and you're adding it to whatever you're drinking water. Like I always, I always bring it back with me to work, and like as soon, uh, not as soon as I'm done with coffee, but like maybe an hour after I finish my my coffee, which is usually by the time we're at, arriving to the job site, um, I fucking pop that bad boy open and and drink that over a period of like 30 minutes i don't just like chug it i just like you know sip on it and yeah if i feel fucking phenomenal i don't you know come home and feel the need to fucking crash anymore mm-hmm. like i took a nap today but it was mainly just because i was kind of bored and i was a little tired but that was mainly because we were up all night making sweet sweet love <laughs> well it's funny because <sighs> It's the opposite for me. In general, I'm typically super wired and super high energy and that can be a good thing, but a lot of the time it's a bad thing. I'm so fucking heightened all the fucking time to where it is hard to go to bed at night. I'm always like like a fucking squirrel that I'm like, there's so much going on, I can't think straight. And to be able to drink that and most of the time even replace my cups of coffee with that, it it's like the B6 in it makes my brain function more decisively and more straightforwardly. And I fucking love that shit to be able to be productive and utilize my brain within the time frame that I have that energy and not too much of it is fucking beautiful. And then when it's time to wind the f- wind the fuck down, I can, in fact, wind the fuck down. Yeah, because, like, the reason you crash so hard when you're drinking, like, shit like Monster or Red Bull is because those things do have, like, vitamins in it and shit, and that's how they, like, that's how they can say it is good for you, but it's also chock full of sugar and other bullshit that your body doesn't need or use, really, so, like, when you've gotten all the use of the vitamins out of it, like, now your body is trying to get rid of, like, 
the fucking excessive amount of sugar you just intook and all the other shit. So it's like you're like your body is drained just by trying to like get that shit out of you. You know, and that's why you got to pee a lot. Your body's like, hey, man, get this shit the fuck out of me. <laughs> so that's why you get those crashes and shit. I mean, I will say that, like, when I first started using it, I was like, holy fucking shit. Is this what speed is like? And I will say that I love things that remind me of speed, but that are not speed. Yeah. Yeah. No, like, I miss doing copious amounts of blow. So, like, you know. I yeah. can't I my trips to you know fucking backwater Asian countries are no more ever since I got out of the Navy so it's like where am I gonna do copious amounts of cocaine you know in strip clubs not in America that shit's illegal right so now I just drink Strike Force <laughs> <laughs> are we gonna get in trouble for saying that I doubt it Alrighty. Well, if you I've do heard de- worse. <laughs> if you decide to try Strike Force Energy, make sure you type in our promo code Whiskey Wine sixty nine. Yeesh. Yeah. Literally. Okay. So to sum it all up, Strike Force will get you fucking amped up. You will not come down and crash, and it's literally nothing but good shit for you with a little bit of added boost of caffeine, which is also not bad for you. So. Try that shit. They got a variety pack. It's like four bucks, dude. Try it out. You get like I think one, one or two packs of all their flavors, and they are fucking dope. I feel like I should ask you. Uh, do you know? You know how every once in a while you'll run across on Netflix like a compilation. It's really hard to describe it. You know, like you're looking for a scary movie, and then you run across a movie with horror stories within like horror short stories maybe like 30 <clears throat> minutes each or something like that and each one is super dope like those uh two minute horror st- story series that we were starting to watch similar to that similar to that and i remember several years ago i ran across this one that was actually decent wasn't too tacky wasn't too ugh, not worth watching I can't remember what the name of it is, and I seriously doubt Netflix even has it anymore, but it was this movie with all these gory short stories in it, and one of them stood out to me and is standing out to me right now. Okay, so basically this guy shows up to this gathering where his girlfriend is. A lot of people are there. A huge feast is there. It almost looks like a backstage dim lighting kind of uh, setting. And I'm talking when I say feast, I mean like Viking old school looking like there's this big Mm. hunk of meat and just a bunch of desserts, just this huge array of shit to eat. Right. Banquet hall. Yeah. And if I remember correctly, he shows up. And his girlfriend is kind of like very under, not underwhelmed, but almost annoyed to see him. And he seems way more enthusiastic about their relationship together. And she's just like, eye roll, what are you doing here? You annoying fool. Like, you're such a burden on my life. <laughs> and, you know, the party goes on. The Everybody's feasting. And then out of fucking nowhere, um, her friends just kind of attack him and hang him upside down and 
you can tell it's starting to get weird because right before that happens, they're stuffing their faces. I'm talking like gorging themselves out of fucking nowhere, stuffing their mouths full of random food. And I'm like, okay, yeah, cool. My kind of party. Never been to one, (laughs) but dope. Still kind of weird. Not normal behavior, typically. So then they end up sporadically hanging him upside down and they just start gutting him. And then they start feasting on his intestines. (laughs) And I feel like I can relate. (laughs) (laughs) You ever feel like you've just been hung upside down and someone started gutting you out and just eating your small intestines? No, honey, not that part, but no. Oh, you mean the part where you're doing the murdering (laughs) and feasting? No, I I can relate to the whole food thing. Like I definitely have some underlying and now I'm... food fetish Mm. because you know within I've had a really up and down relationship with food through the entirety of my life but most recently somebody introduced mukbanging to me which is you know eating broadcasting eating recording yourself eating whether it be just you doing the eating noises or you casually talking while you're eating a bunch of food Etc. Which is why I started my mukbang channel, right? Because I love it and I enjoy it. And I think it's interesting in just this huge realm of a creative outlet. What I'm trying to say is, is I get it and I believe that those people had a food fetish cult going on. But that it just behind closed doors, it escalates. To where it's not just stuffing your face with food. They can, in fact, engage in cannibalism. Are you <laughs> trying to tell me that you're a cannibal, babe? No, babe. I cannot directly relate to cannibalism. In fact, I really am a part of the group that frowns upon it. And I would just want everyone to know that. That's good to hear. And I hope I'm staying on track here. Side note, I went on that job interview the other day. And I saw my great old friend that used to be my supervisor and she was stuffing her face with pie, right? And I'm watching her eat this pie and she covers her mouth and apologizes. Oh my God, sorry, I'm just eating this pie in front of you. I'm like, no, I would love to watch actually. Don't even apologize. And she's like, what? And I'm like, you know, I mukbang, right? Like I love watching, I love watching videos of people eating. I love the slurp noises. I love the big open mouth chewing. I'm so into that. And she's like, oh, yeah, I forgot you were into that. And I go like, well, it was it's a recent discovery. I'm just now exploring it. But I don't think I'll ever get into cannibalism. I know I will never get into cannibalism. (laughs) How like you think? How sure are you on that? Because it seemed up in the air. It's super alarming that you're my boyfriend, too. And I was just talking about them gutting her boyfriend in that movie yeah it is super alarming that i'm your boyfriend (laughs) i couldn't agree more way prior to this conversation (laughs) no i think i've gotten like i've just grown accustomed like like in the beginning we first started dating and we were you know sitting down and having meals together and shit like I would notice you were just watching me (laughs) take bites of food and shit. And like, at first I was like, it's really weird. And then like, 
when we started getting real comfortable with each other, you you just made it a point to you weren't even you would either be done or you would not be done, but you would come over to me and like just sit there right in my face. And you're like, just just take a bite, just take a bite. I just want to watch you take a bite. And at first, I was like. I don't know how comfortable with this I am. This is weird. Why are you? Why am I just doing it? And now it's like I don't even flinch anytime you do it. I, you just come over. I, I just continue eating like normal. Like I, she just wants to watch me. That's cool. It's whatever. Oh, that is so sweet, babe. Thank you for yeah, accepting me and partaking and accommodating me. Yeah. Is it is it accepting and accommodating, or is it like Stockholm syndrome where you just? <laughs> You just get used to the conditions that you live in. <laughs> uh, I guess it's the way it depends on the way you look at it. You know, I'm big on perspective, so yeah. I'm just going to pick choice A. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. Me too. For my sanity. Anyways. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. My, I have had a pretty like shitty relationship with the food. Not, not in like eating disorder. Um, shitty relationship wise but i you know grew up pretty poor so i was eating like bullshit all the time like just not healthy stuff for you pretty much all the time and i was like real skinny and shit and like i didn't want to eat because it was constantly the same stuff and whatnot and then i started finally eating decent when i joined the military and all that stuff and got introduced to making my own food and eating healthy and all this other bullshit and i started actually putting on real weight and getting healthy for the first time in my life and i yeah i like i love food in its natural state now like i used to be the kind of person that would want to douse food in in condiments and shit like i didn't think it was all that great without certain things but now I almost like am reluctant to add any, anything like that. To taint it. Yeah, I was like, I was, the beauty in within. Yeah, and like I'm trying to think of like a perfect example of like I, macaroni I, and cheese doused in ketchup, and now. Well, yeah, no? mac, mac and cheese will always be my 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 favy, but no, I mean like I keep thinking of avocados for some reason, <laughs> because. I feel like most people use avocados as as a, an additive to things. Like they'll throw it in a meal mainly because it's healthy and, and it's good, but to enhance what they're eating and not wanting to eat the avocado, like I'll straight up eat an avocado by itself. Like I love avocado in the way it tastes because it's so good. Like I, I have I have grown not accustomed to, but I have pretty much force myself to enjoy natural healthy food the way it is so so that i don't crave sugary bullshit as much like i still do i still love eating you know cookies and shit but yes you do i love me some cookies man but it's almost surprising that you say that But I mean, essentially, that's what it's about. Like, we know we're capable of it, but it's so easy to detour and derive from that path. Like, it really is. Like, it's not, again, perspective. You know, I remember cutting things out and 
being restrictive, but then I realized I don't want to be unhappy while I'm being healthy, air quote healthy. Like I want to still live my life and have a good quality of life and not suffer. If I decide to look at things a different way and in a different light, I can focus on the beauty of these foods that people are so quick and we're all conditioned to be like, blech. And that's kind of that's kind of the point I was getting to is is that most people's problem with food their their bad relationship with fruit food is that they have come to not only just know but rely and love the added sugar or whatever it is uh, that makes things that are not very healthy for you taste so good. Um, and therefore, when they try to eat healthy things like a salad or whatnot, they're like, this tastes like shit because they're so used to eating terrible shit for you that just happens to taste fucking delicious. Because it's amped up on yeah. shit. And I, I wanted to make the point of if you stopped eating the terrible, horrible bullshit all the time, like you don't even have to stop. But, like, if you really dialed it back and slowed it down and started eating, like, super fucking healthy food for you the majority of the time, you'll stop craving the the terrible shit. Like, eventually you will stop. Your body will not only... Your body not only needs that the healthy food stuff, but it will, it will get to the point where you want it. Right. Like if you're consistent with the stuff, with the foods that actually benefit you, you'll get accustomed to feeling better and feeling more powerful and function, get used to functioning at that capacity to where whenever you do fall off or just say, okay, I'm going to try this or I'm going to go ahead and do this. You're almost like, ugh, that is that ugh food because I'm, I don't really, I'm not used to feeling this shitty and mm-hmm. having my digestive tract all out of whack, you know, because yeah. I'm not used to it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, someone once told me that I was like, if you're ever craving something sweet, like I have, I get a real big sweet craving right after I eat a meal. Like mm-hmm. I almost always want to eat something sweet right after it. Yeah. I, I tend not to really anymore. Um, even like indulge in it but someone once told me that when you have those cravings and you want something sweet and your your inclination is to go for like chocolate or something bullshit like Mm -hmm. eat a strawberry or eat something naturally sweet that doesn't have sugar added to it and over time like because you know natural fruit that is sweet is is good for you obviously in moderation or whatever but like I said, over time, like you won't crave the fuck. I want a chocolate chip cookie right now. I want to eat a brownie or, you know, yeah. I used to eat those cosmic brownies mm-hmm. like they were candy, bro. I mean, they are candy. Yes. I guess they're sweet, delicious. Treats. Those are gorgeous. I used to do the same, but with oatmeal cream pies, ham and cheese, hot pockets, mm-hmm. cosmic brownie. Done deal, dude. I Yummy. like there was like two years that that was like my go to lunch dude you know how i always talk about brookshire brothers like that's what makes me think about like my go-to is like 
one of their fucking cheeseburgers with everything fucking on it and their crisp yet still soft and moist potato wedges and you dip that shit in peach cobbler and then I'll down a Dr. Pepper and maybe have a monster on the side. Yum. (laughs) (laughs) My bad. Damn it. (laughs) But we will say like it is a journey and you know we get to this friendly delightful argument often where it's like what is body positivity and how harmful it is to restrict yourself but also how harmful it is to go on off the deep end with the wrong concept of being body positive mm-hmm. and it is essentially just like fucking everything else about balance if you're into porn if you if you're into sex like sex is super healthy having a healthy sexual relationship whether it be whether it be with yourself or with your partner i don't want to say or it should be and with your partner and or your partners like it's necessary for the most part unless you're asexual not going into that but yeah sometimes you have to go to meetings because (laughs) sex addicts (laughs) sex addicts not so anonymous not always so anonymous you know everything is about balance Mm -hmm. yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) you know moderation and moderation is harmful weren't you just saying that moderation is <laughs> is very harmful for you <laughs> the other, we were having pillow talk the other night and he was like moderation is very very bad for you no I was, after he's uh what were you educating me on the stock market and then you were talking to me about moderation and how it is not in fact key and i was <laughs> like yeah this is the stuff this is really get me getting me going <laughs> <laughs> no i was fuck man i couldn't find it and i'm sure i'm not gonna be able to find it now but um i forget who i'm sure i knew then when we were talking about it um somebody i forget the actual quote but it boils down to uh their their like life philosophy was moderation and moderation and essentially what that means is that um instead of you know, having little amounts of things spread out over a period of time. It was like, so if you really love, uh, we'll just say chocolate. If you really love chocolate, you know, the everything in moderation philosophy would be like, have one little piece of chocolate every day, Monday through Sunday. Mm-hmm. This person's philosophy, I fucking forget who it is, but this person's philosophy was like, moderation in moderation so their their whole thing was um monday through friday or monday through thursday whatever monday through friday you know during the week don't eat any chocolate whatsoever and then friday saturday sunday eat a chocolate cake every fucking day (laughs) (laughs) i love it so yeah so and that way monday through friday 
You won't crave chocolate cake because you, you just got <laughs> your fucking fix. Yeah, you got your fucking fix in. And oh, it's just like those murderers that those serial killers that go AWOL <laughs> for six years. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, you used it correctly. Nice. I did? Yeah. Oh, my God. I thought I used it wrong. <laughs> I typically don't use the word AWOL correctly. <laughs> um, <laughs> nah, you got no, it, it is really like those serial killers that are going on these sprees and uh, they weren't able to be caught and then all of a sudden they go AWOL for six years and then then they rise from the ashes to kill again. Yeah, you wa- you watch that show. Um, oh man, it's that really good show on Netflix about serial killers. Like the It's like set in the 50s or 60s and it's like the FBI team that, that's... Ooh, uh, a mind... A mind hunter. Mind hunters. Yes. Yes, girl. Oh God, uh, no. But one of one of those, one of those people that they interview was it was essentially talking about that. How like he went years with never being caught, but mainly because he only killed like once a year or even less than that. And I think they were interviewing him, and and he was saying, um, he was like, yeah, um, not that I was purposely trying to not get caught or anything like he i was obviously you know make taking measures to to not but the reason i didn't the reason i was killing so infrequently is because i didn't really want to be killing people but i had this insatiable need that i had like that only got you know fed through murdering motherfuckers (coughs) And yeah, that's like, that's how they were. Li- that's how he was living his life. He was like, man, you know, I'll kill, I'll kill a fucking dude. I'll be good for a year. Then, you know, on that date, one year later, he's like, fuck, I'm gonna go kill a bitch. Yeah, he's like, I didn't quit for y'all. Yeah, he's but like, at the end of the day, I'm doing me. Yeah, I forget who it was that they were interviewing. I think it was one of the made up ones. Maybe not. I don't know. He was like, yeah, I wasn't trying to not get caught. I just had. A schedule that allowed me to to <laughs> not kill as often as you know it was hard to link the murders together uh-huh. and shit so it didn't seem like serial killer at first and then you know obviously that fbi team is or whoever caught him was putting things together certain traits about the murders themselves that connected each other and they're like holy shit this dude has been fucking people up for years that reminds me of that one great episode of Crime Junkies where like it was there were so many different murders of different types of people, different ages, different looks, different. Most of the these bodies weren't even found. And so there was no way to track a pattern in the killings. And for some odd reason this guy ends up getting caught and he wasn't directly linked to all these murders he just so happened to admit to several that weren't even on their the police's radar and he straight up said i don't want to be like ted bundy i just i don't want the fame i don't want the clout i don't want the attention i just i'm ready to admit that i'm guilty please just put me on death row and just kill me like just do it and he had like a girlfriend and a baby and all these things and he 
he was actually supposed to give this one family peace of mind by telling them where he disposed of the body of their daughter or something. And, you know, he told them he was going to do it. He told them he was going to tell them and reveal all the information. And then he ends up committing suicide in his cell. God damn, that's fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> that reminds me, did you did you ever watch The Confession Killer on Netflix? I did not. Hmm. It's along that same vein. Um, I mean, kind of. It's up in the air whether or not he actually killed any of the people, but he confessed to killing over like hundreds of people, like hundreds of people, and it it's actually a really good, it's actually a really good documentary. Um, Maybe we should watch it. We should. We could. Oh, we could do our next Friday the Sixteenth on that guy. It is fucking interesting as shit. Because this dude, this guy literally, okay, so I think they they tie him to one murder. Um, I, I think they I think they bring him in first. They, they're trying to tie him to one murder. and that's and that's has similar characteristics to a previous one. And he just starts confessing and then he starts bringing up all these other ones. And then they just keep bringing cases to him. They're like, did you do this one? He's like, yep. Did you do this one? Yep. He just, <sighs> he just confesses to literally any and every murder they bring to him. And like he, he racks up hundreds of murders over a long period of time over all across America and shit and like eventually it gets to the point it's like he he was basically a fucking teleporter because he was murdering someone in uh like fucking Colorado or, or uh you somewhere up northwest or whatever and then hours later murdering someone in Florida like physically impossible shit to pull off but he was just confessing to everything well, at what point did they finally catch on? <clears throat> well, that's like, that's the whole for comfort. Well, that's the whole thing. Is like the sheriff's department will, like came under scrutiny. It was like he's literally confessing to things that he couldn't have possibly done because they have record of where he was at these times. Not only did he not commit the the original murder he confessed to or whatever, and the simultaneous murder that was thousands of miles away, only hours later. <clears throat> but he was not even in either location at that time and they have record of it and shit. So it was like, and I think he ended up dying in prison. Like he ended up going to, he ended up going to prison. He ended up serving time and shit and dying in prison. <clears throat> um, Did he ever murder anyone at all? They, no one's even really sure. Like, no one's even really sure if he did if he did at all. And the only time he started like reeling it back in was when they were gonna put him on death row. Mm. He was like, "Oh, well, wait a minute, maybe no, I didn't do these murders or whatever." So like, no one's really sure. And the uh, I think the original murder that they were trying to the very first one they were trying to get him for was like his girlfriend or someone 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 close to him that he actually could have possibly murdered. But that's the only one that, like, I think they are even close to being certain on, hmm. which is kind of fucked. And he, like, he went to 
jail, died in prison because like it makes it seem like I mean, he definitely had a very low IQ if you're catching my drift. Like it makes it just seem like I don't I don't I don't know. It, it's a good it's a good documentary. We should watch it actually. Okay, babe. Sounds good. <clears throat> we could either do that one or the Robert Johnson idea. Yeah. For next Friday the 69th. Yeah. It'd be cool if we knew exactly so we could announce it and be like, stay fucking tuned for oh. this Friday's Friday the 69th on <laughs> either Robert Johnson and how he may or may not have sold his soul to the devil to be a great jazz musician. I, th- I think I think we should do Robert Johnson. Yeah, he was, well, blues. So, blues. And back then it wasn't even really, I don't even think it was called blues. It was just called Jews. Yeah, probably not that. It's a mixture of blues and jazz. And then mm. the whole Hitler thing. And then, yeah, they had to change the name. Yeah, they're like, shit, this sounds like we're being racist, but we're black folks, so we can't be. <laughs> Babe, please. That was a stretch. Mm, I know. Black people definitely can be racist. Yeah. Wait, what? I didn't hey. say that. I did not have any. See what I did? I see what you did there. Speaking of stretch, we should also dabble into stretching people for torture back in the French torture methods. Yes, I love those. I love French toast and I love French torture. Mm. So perhaps my next mukbang should be eating a ginormous amount of French toast while going into it. That would be a good video. I'd watch. French toast and torture. French toaster. <laughs> toaster strudel. Okay. All right. That'll be all. That, that, that's all, folks. <laughs> you know, from Looney Tunes. Mm-hmm. You are fucking Looney Tunes. I love it. I know. All right, guys, and be sure to stay tuned for our second episode of Friday the 69th. We're going to be touching... <laughs> On someone else, but this time of age, (laughs) we are going to dive into Robert Johnson, the musician who may or may not have sold his soul to the devil to become the granddaddy of blues himself. Yeah, that one. Yeah, we're going to get into it. And uh, we may or may not just sell our own souls. I might anyways. Yeah, we like it fast and easy especially our success i am not trying to work hard at anything so yeah seriously may 8th bitches listen up motherfuckers we out good night good night Stole my line, babe. (laughs) Sorry. Which part? Those were all my lines. Snort your own lines. (laughs) You snort your own lines, bitch. (laughs) Oh my goodness.